Performance time, come on and grab your friends, we're going to find a memory leak. I've got no friends, but virtual users, soap tests never end, it's performance time. Welcome back to Performance Time, I'm Stephen Townsend, and this is the podcast about site reliability and human beings. I've just finished my second week as a site reliability engineer, and it's going well so far. I've been continuing to learn about various tools and technologies, and we have our first two engagements on the horizon. The first is inspired by GitHub's The Good Day project, where they went and collected analytics and did an investigation into what makes a good day for a developer, or anyone working in technology within GitHub. We want to do something similar in our organization, And as part of that, I'll be learning significantly about AWS, which is something I have some exposure to, but not as much as Microsoft Azure, which I've worked on a lot more in the past. I think this project is particularly timely at the moment. A lot of people are really struggling due to the pandemic and working from home and lockdown. And there is, I don't know if you've heard the term, the great resignation. (laughs) There are apparently people all over the world changing jobs at the moment. And so it's really important that organizations understand the conditions in which staff feel happy and comfortable and productive in their work. The other engagement we're looking to start is to essentially for myself and the other SRE and the team to go and work as operations engineer for a team who manages quite a large containerized platform using Docker and Kubernetes. So that'll be a great experience to have real operational experience which I don't have I've only ever worked as a performance engineer so I think it's pretty important I have to have that experience to have confidence in the things that I'm saying and trying to do today I want to talk about something I've only just come into contact with which is the four golden signals and these are essentially Google's recommendation around the areas which you should be looking at in your monitoring and alerting This is a pretty common concept, and I'm sure many of you have heard of this before. But the four golden signals are latency, which is how long a service takes, errors, so both the volume of errors and also the detail of those errors as well, traffic, which is the load on a service, and saturation, which could be either at a hardware or a software level. That's how utilized a component is. Before I go into any more detail about that, let's think about why we would want something like the four golden signals. Ultimately, it's about answering the question, what do I look at? What should I be monitoring or alerting on to make sure that my platform is up and running, is reliable? This has become more important over time to track these things because of the pace at which we deliver software these days. That's what observability is all about. As part of my new Relic training training last week, there was this quote from one of the presenters that the faster that your business goes, the more instrumentation you need in your software. Another quote was, instrumentation needs to be part of the writing of software. It's not something you can do after the fact. It's not optional if you want to move fast in the modern world. So obviously, this is important stuff. So we need to do it. But what do we monitor? And that's where the golden signals comes in. 
Now, it reminds me a lot of when I was working as a performance tester or performance engineer, and I needed to monitor some hardware. And for me, uh, I always had the four hardware categories, which were CPU, memory, network, and disk. They're just a starting point, an indication, high-level categories. There's nuance within that, but it gets you over the start line. And I think that's what the four golden signals do as well. So let's go into a little bit more detail about each of these signals or areas to be looking at. The first one, as I mentioned, is latency. So this is the time it takes to service a request. Now, Google recommends that you distinguish the difference between how long successful requests take and those that fail. That's important information to be able to separate that out because often failures are either very, very quick because no processing occurs or they're very, very slow because of a timeout or a delay somewhere along the chain. I think it is misleading to just say, hey, I'm going to monitor latency. The latency of what is the next question. I don't think it's particularly useful, and this is me <laughs> as a person who hasn't worked as an SRO yet, uh, thinking that looking at the overall latency of every request on an entire application might provide you an indication of some global catastrophic issue, but you need to be able to separate that out as well and say how long are particularly important business critical operations taking and being able to differentiate those based on different products or business lines or whatever is important to you. Also being able to take the latency at different points within a solution. For example, you might have a digital website which in the back end calls 10 different systems in a big chain. Now you want to know how long it's taking, what the latency is at each step of that process, not just how long it takes at the front end. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to diagnose and remediate issues quickly. Just like with performance engineering, anything to do with latency, I'm guessing it's important which metric you take as well and think about things such as sampling intervals, sample size, so that your numbers are meaningful. You don't want to be in having a situation where you're capturing, say, the 90th percentile at three in the morning and there's one request which happened to be slow that hour and then you get woken up. Latency is very familiar to me. In my view of performance, there were three aspects, which were response time, capacity, and stability. And response time and latency are, for me, exactly the same thing. The second golden signal I wanted to talk about is errors. So that is the rate at which requests are failing within your platform. Now, of course, you want to differentiate different kinds of requests based on what's important to your business and your customers. And you also need to categorize between what kind of error it is. There are explicit errors, like when you get a 500 error back. And then there are implicit or quiet errors that happen. So you get a 200 response, but actually the application logic has failed for some reason. Now, we've already talked about latency, but maybe one of your service level objectives is around the response time of a service. And if that SLO fails, that could be considered an error as well. Thinking about and reading about errors now reminds me of load test scripting and playback and how do you handle errors. Obviously, it was easy to handle if there was a 500 error coming back from a server. Obviously, something has failed and the load testing tool will out of the box deal with it. But often, most of the time, in, in my experience, you get a 200 response, but there would be some 
application error in that response telling you what went wrong. So I'm imagining that in the world of SRE, monitoring errors will have that kind of learning curve and being able to understand what the patterns are within each application, what the symptoms are of an error and how to identify what that error is. The third golden signal I wanted to mention is traffic. So this is how much demand is being placed on your system. So traffic for me is synonymous with workload in the world of performance engineering. The same kind of considerations apply, I believe. So that would be focusing on the workload on key APIs or services related to your core business and your customers, but also thinking about load on, say, an operation which just pulls static content versus an operation which makes changes to a database or reads from a disk. From what I've already seen from the monitoring platforms I've been looking at, you want to track the traffic coming into your platform or application, but you also want to track the traffic that you're placing downstream to downstream integrations. What if, let's say, for example, and this is a real example from my career, what if every time a request went into a particular application server, it was making 400 requests to some document system to do a bunch of searches and retrievals of documents. Now, it's important to understand that. So tracking the load into an application and downstream is really important. The last signal is saturation. So this is how full your service is based on the Google website's definition. So this could be about hardware. So there's the obvious things in hardware, such as CPU, memory, disk, and network, which I mentioned earlier. But there are also software resources which can have saturation as well. For example, the connection pool between an application and database server is an example of a resource which is finite and can be saturated. Or the heap memory within a JVM from a Java application is another example of something which can be saturated. Now, I'm talking about these things as if I know what I'm talking about, but I don't. <laughs> I'm drawing on my experience as a performance engineer to try and make sense of these things. I'm really looking forward to the opportunity to put them into action in the real world. Everything I've talked about today is going to feed in really nicely into the topics I want to talk about next, which is the signal-to-noise ratio and how to pick out what information actually matters to you in your monitoring and your alerting but also the difference between data that you need to be alerted on immediately because it needs action versus the data which needs to be easily accessible, say through dashboards or some other medium. And then there's the vast majority of data which people may need to go and find for an investigation, but it doesn't need to be summarized and presented every day. That's all from this week of performance time. I know I'm covering very basic stuff, but let's start from the beginning and see where it takes us. For everyone out there in lockdown because of COVID, like myself, look after yourself, take it easy, and I will catch you guys next week. This is Performance Time. <laughs>